Where do you meet people? At the grocery store. What about playing sports or something? Soccer field. Uh, at the beach. Coffee shop. Maybe like some sort of like micro brewery or something like that. Like a happy hour. On your morning run. At the gym. Or on your on your commute to work. Or at the office. Or maybe at church. And just imagine this for a moment with me. At church, your hands are raised high in the moment in worship. And you and God are just connecting on a deep level. It's incredible. You're just in the moment. And then all of a sudden, you just feel a hand reach into your hand and interlock fingers. Like the Holy Spirit? No, no, no. It's your new boyfriend or girlfriend. You just met them at church. Oh, gosh. Okay, so obviously that's a very creepy thing to do and nobody should ever actually do that okay. at church. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, I mean, real. I thought it was funny because it is so creepy oh. and hor- horrible to, for a person to actually do. So just to be very clear Woo. on that, okay? Agreed? Phew. Agreed. Good. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Matt. And I'm Candice. And this is Dateology. We are a voice for Christian metropolitan dating. Where we collect honest stories to for collect. liberating wisdom. And? For discovery. And? And companionship. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a little while. I was just like, okay, okay. She keeps like passing it to me to do the line. All right. That's great. Hey, welcome so, to season two, everybody. So, um, yeah, it's uh, a new season. It is now a great Someone time. Someone call it Christmas season. Yes, because you know what? We decided to release this episode, season two. On Christmas Day 2018. Whoa, Merry Christmas, everybody. Christmas came on time this year because <laughs> Datology is here. All right. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I feel like I'm excited for this season. How about you? Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to be back. It's It's been a, a nice reprieve, but mm. I'm just like, I've got so many things that I'm excited for for season two. So yeah, what are gonna talk let's about? talk about some yeah. of those. All right. So... What are you excited for? I'm excited to talk more about sex. Well, that's definitely going to happen. It's, what's that song? It's just like an old song. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about sex, sex, baby. <laughs> let's talk about you and me. Yeah. Like if, edit that out. If we had this sort of budget <laughs> where we could just like uh, pay for songs and stuff, that song would probably be part of that episode. Mm. But anyways, <laughs> no big deal because there's other great things that are going to be coming up for season two. Such yeah, as we have some hosts. The conversation with uh um we're gonna bring in an, a full-on bible scholar that's right who's gonna be chatting about like hey look of course the bible isn't like super like direct verbatim you know clear about how to date as a christian mm-hmm. but he's gonna walk us through the bible like very very clearly and tell us like what's up i'm so excited about that i'm excited too this yeah. is a friend of yours yeah, yeah, Dr. Tim Mackey. Yeah, I'm really pumped for that. Me too. Yeah. Tim Mackey works on the Bible Project, which uh, fantastic work that they're doing, and just like turning the Bible into a very, very accessible piece of literature, holy text, you know? So I think I love what they do. Um, also, some other topics that we're going to be doing, uh, dating long distance. Oh, so hard. And I think that's going to be a fun topic yeah, to talk some through. some apps and, and some dating tech yes 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 because you know uh, oh sorry no good oh i just got super excited you know what i'm probably the most excited about 
Tell is me. having Brad oh my gosh. come on our show. <laughs> oh, we said that last season look. and I am pumped up. Look, Brad is one of my favorite people He's on the hilarious. planet. He and I do improv together. We work together. He's just a true, a true pal through and through. So I'm super pumped to have him on yeah, the show. I can't wait. So Do build up, in. stay tuned for Brad, the great unveiling. I feel like, uh, you know, he probably doesn't like how much we're talking about bum, right bum, now, bum. but whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that's what's coming up for, for season two. But, you know, let's rewind a minute. So we took a couple months off we from um, doing some episodes. Mm-hmm. So there have been um, some life developments for me, I know. And I imagine for you, I know couple for you things. too. Yeah. And um New toothbrush. Totally. I've been watching so much good TV. I love it. I'm just I've like lost a couple times. You flossed a couple times in the last few months. Congratulations. <laughs> You're a dentist's dream. Uh, so tell I mean, are there bigger things for you that have happened? You um, yes, share? big things that What's have happened up? for me. So in the past few months, I have uh been uh, so actually, since like the the start of this show, I started yeah. dating somebody long distance. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm very excited about this long distance dating episode we'll eventually get to. Um, and a few months ago, she moved out here to the Bay Area. She's living in San Francisco, and it's just fantastic to have her around. And it's just like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Love it. And, um, you know, this is uh, a fun factoid for yeah, you, Candace. Tell me. I am going to propose. <gasps> On Saturday. What? Is yes. she going to hear this? <laughs> She's not going to hear this because it's coming out on Christmas this Day. Saturday. This Saturday. Oh gosh, December 1st. So this is my first real reaction. I know, I know. I'm like shocked and yes. excited. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. this has been in the wow. works for, of course, a long time. But like, it's like Whoa. really, really exciting. Oh, the whole story. I'll have to do that off air. We totally will. Okay, fun. Oh, yeah. I love proposals and weddings. Totally. And yeah, you do love proposals and I weddings. I do. So... During our break, I got engaged. Candace yes. got engaged, y'all. And by the time this episode released, I will be married. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I hope we're not breaking any listeners' hearts. I don't <laughs> I know some people are secretly rooting that we had maybe something between us, but yeah, just yeah. friends. There were like a weird amount of people who were just like, Are you guys dating? Yeah. Sorry. We are good friends <laughs> mm-hmm. with Great radio chemistry. <laughs> we love other people. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, gosh, uh, I'm excited for you and your marriage that's coming up. You know what that tells me? Tell me. Is that maybe we know a thing or two about dating in a way that is liberating and takes the pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. It could help us get what we want and to yeah. enjoy. I mean, when we were single. For sure. The first half of um, well, our episode. Uh, season one I was single and mm-hmm. so enjoying that and then yeah. life unfolds to really new beautiful totally. opportunities totally yes 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 I mean like I mean that this has been developing for us is partly to say like yeah I mean we were speaking from what we were doing mm-hmm. you know how we were living and whatever like liberating kind of mindset we were living in like it's it's kind of panned out decently for us so mm-hmm. i'm grateful for that and mm-hmm. not that there's like any one way that it works or anything mm-hmm. but you know like i'm super grateful so mm-hmm. and i'm grateful yeah. that you found your guy and yeah wonderful. yeah cool so exciting mm-hmm. so there's some like great things and i'm really curious so our topic for today yeah. 
is just like, where do you meet people? Okay, so you first, where did you meet your almost fiance? Okay, so um, we met uh, back in college a long time ago. Oh, wow. And um, I mean, I'll, I'll spare the details of the story, but uh, we were friends for um, almost 10 years. And then, uh, yeah, about, you know, a year and a half or a year and a few months ago, um, we just reconnected in a big way and started dating long distance. And, um, so it's kind of like we met in college in a random apartment complex and, but things sort of swung around and via FaceTime more than anything, wow. I met my girlfriend on FaceTime wow. because we were FaceTiming to talk through our relationship. That would be really fun to do the long distance episode and. I think there's a lot of questions around how to make that work and you oh, made it I work. I have so, oh man, I loved dating long distance, so yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So how about you? Where'd you meet your bro? Um, So I met my husband. Uh, oh yeah, because on... by that time, by the yeah, time this comes out, it'll be that's awesome. right. Almost there. So I met him playing soccer. So our church has um, a soccer well, it has like a sports ministry, and so soccer is one of the ministries, and mm-hmm. we're on a team together. I met him the first day that we won the championship uh-huh. um, that first season. and You truly won the championship. Yeah, that's right. Went yes. for gold. So <laughs> we became The friends. gold ring on your finger, so yes. Just, I mean, it's really exciting that there was no romance in it, and we just like started pure friends and enjoyed each other, and yeah, that yeah. grew into... I imagine like a little bit of uh, competition. You know, kind of like egging each other on and like no. being being competitive. I with think one like the, actually the opposite of where like he stepped in and like, oh, I can teach you some soccer moves. And oh, interesting. Yeah. So some of our first one of the first times I texted him was about trying to juggle in my backyard. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. So, I mean, yeah, that's like that's what we're talking about today, which is just like, where do you meet people? Like, how does that all pan out? And, you know. Candace, like just what's your, if you're just like going to put your finger on the pulse Mm -hmm. of like what, how that works today, like Mm. what are some things that you're just observing? Um, you know, just like the, what's the state of things? Like how people are doing it. Yeah. How people are meeting each other. Yeah. Uh, so I guess there's a few things. I, there's like a group of people that I know that are really adamant about dating who are like really aggressive on like or aggressive might sound like harsh, but are are really intentional about apps and yeah. trying to look for people where they are in the world and at parties or mm-hmm. at church. Um, and then I think there's another camp that also has a lot of discouragement. I feel like, are there other Christians in my area? How do I even meet them anyways? And kind totally. of, um, I feel like there's a phrase like stop before they start or something. Is there mm. a, a word for that? Um, wait, stop before, wait, I don't know that phrase. Stop before they start. <laughs> I feel like if it's a phrase, it's Dead not a very descriptive arrival? one. I don't know. <laughs> so but I guess thinking about like people who want to do it, but then they get discouraged and they just don't, they feel like there's no one out there and then don't put themselves in position. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's really true. I'm, I'm talking uh, to a lot of people that I, I serve in our church, right? Um, you know, there's just a lot of discouragement that people experience specifically around this question of um of like where do i even find anybody right i think that's like one of those things that people are really constantly trying to figure Mm -hmm. out and so um when it comes to like how does that happen where do we find Mm -hmm. somebody i 
I think um, one one thing that I'm just noticing uh, as like a cultural trend that exists is um, the, a, a little bit of a, a move toward like isolation. Isolation. I got mm. choked up when I said that for some reason. On real, real <laughs> life, or is that just like a hiccup? Oh no, no, no! It's, it's. I don't know why. It was just a weird oh, thing gotcha. my voice did. Okay, I, I just like, have to acknowledge I didn't know that you're it happened. Emotional so, about <laughs> although, I mean, I, I have experienced a lot of isolation in my yeah, life, and so there sure. is like some tenderness to that mm-hmm. for sure for me. And, um, and I would just say, like, you know, that is one of those things that I find people are uh, are often experiencing when I'm like caring for them, ministering to them, and stuff is. Like there's a an undercurrent of isolation and loneliness mm. that exists in culture that uh, is expressed through um, a, a, a more solitary lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Where, you know, a person uh, finishes work and they've had a long day and they're just like, now I just need to go home and be alone for the rest of the day, sure. right? And Like working um, late hours, just wanting rest or... Yeah, yeah solitude yeah yeah and and so i think that's the interesting thing is there's Mm -hmm. like this back and forth Mm -hmm. between uh an isolation piece Mm -hmm. and a uh uh and like uh, extreme work especially metropolitan places Mm -hmm. like uh everybody's so extremely Mm -hmm. career driven and just like i gotta i gotta make this thing happen you know so um, staying at work until 8 p.m. every day or whatever, sure. right? Yeah. Well, you know what? what do you think? When you were talking about the back and forth, what it made me think of was, like, even within myself, the back and forth with the high interest and openness to dating to the discouragement. And, like, like I don't know if I would call it isolation for myself personally, but the withdrawal of, of dating mm. and putting myself out there in times where I don't even get, like, kind of energized or maybe one person's interested in you and so you have that like encouragement there's to, like a, a, a charge of like yes. oh, mutual interest or something yeah. yeah or just in general you feel like really confident about yourself and then mm-hmm. you start dating for a while or like start some apps and and then there's a sense of maybe like getting rejected or not finding the right people or getting disappointed by dates and then going through the phase of like, Mm-mm, I'm done. Like nobody's out there. Delete yes, all the yes. apps. I'm not going to date for it. It's just me and God for a while and yes. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And of course I'm always going to be a fan of people who are just like, I want time with just me and God. That's, that's probably a good choice. And also like, uh, you know, if that becomes, a uh, a resignation mm-hmm. like i'm resigned to mm-hmm. my life and i'm disillusioned with life so it's just me and god like yeah i'd you know as, as a spiritual director that's where i poke around a little bit mm-hmm. and i'm just like hey you know what how are you treating your relationship with god that way like what's behind that for mm-hmm. you right so um so yeah like i i agree that there's this piece of things where um maybe it's through being a little worn out mm-hmm. there's a progressive withdrawal right. for people have you ever just, experienced that? Or, um, yes, what do you think? I yeah. feel like it's a discouragement. I've experienced it many times. I mean, I'm not going to disclose my age on air, but sure. we're both in our 30s and yeah. I'm just now getting married. Mm-hmm. So absolutely through the last decades of dating, yeah. times of feeling really encouraged and out there and open and times of like, oh, like I just can't experience this again. Or, you know, I thought this totally. person was a Christian and they're they're not or you know there's just been so many things i really like this guy and he 
said he liked me, but he never called me again. And then you get to that point of like, I'm so hurt or I feel like God doesn't care about me and my like romantic desires. Yeah. And then that leading to, I think like that withdrawal, like when I said that I'll be with God alone, I think there's always, I mean, you want God in all things. I think yeah. that's the hope. But it's almost like with your tail between your legs and your head down, exactly. they're like, I'm just going to go home with God and, and right. kind of sequester myself for a while and lick my wounds. Yes. Yes. Actually, it's so funny you said the, the phrase lick your wounds. That's exactly the phrase that was coming to my mind. And I think uh, part of that is like, man, di- how do we deal with disappointment when it comes to like uh, feeling like people aren't out there? Right. Mm. So, um and I think one of the ways that that happens is we we start looking <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong places, right? And sure. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that's part of the discouragement piece too. Mm-hmm. Is then sometimes, so then okay, I this just like an example. So then I would say like okay, I, like no one's out there for me, and then I'm just gonna live my life right now. And so then I might live my life by yeah, just going home after work or going to like a bar with some friends or being in places where maybe the guys that I would want to end up with aren't. That's true. Oh, that's okay. Hold on. That's really interesting. And then it reinforces the idea. Oh yeah. See, no one is out there. Okay. So, um, so like if, if I'm a little bit like, uh, bummed, like I'm not finding this like person who I'm searching for, who's going to be, you know, complimentary in my faith and whatever. Right. And like what I'm hoping for, well, then I sort of start just going wherever, right? And um, and on one hand, I want to say like, of course, just be free and we're going to do what we're going to do and maybe sometimes we're going to make some mistakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's God God bless that process uh, of like progressively uh, kind of like getting clear on what it is that he's calling us to, right? But also like uh, I think we can save ourselves from some some solid hurt or pain if we uh, kind of like re-engage like, man, maybe there's some really good folks out there. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I think that's something here in my practice a lot is women who will get discouraged sometimes, but then someone is pursuing them and that person isn't a Christian. And so, but they yeah. want the pursuit and they're feeling lonely. And so they're yeah. like, well, I'm not doing anything tonight anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get in the pattern of going out with Christian guys or getting attached to them. And those aren't the people they want to end up with. So it's like kind of compounded confusion. Yes. And typically yeah. in, um, like inevitable heartbreak oh, or, man. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess I, we should talk that about really that confusing. eventually. Is about, yeah, I think that's we like a deeper dive. talked about Christians dating non-Christians. I think that'd be a really good um, conversation to have. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely take like a deeper dive into mm-hmm. that eventually. Um, so, but I think the, the point that you were making that I thought was really smart is just how, uh, almost just kind of like when we are, uh, looking for somebody, right? Like where's the place mm-hmm. to, to look if I, if I have a sense of like what it is that I'm hoping to be around. Right. And, and so, I mean, I can think, um, for myself, like, uh, when I was in communities with like a bunch of like awesome Christian women who are like really fantastic, I, 
you know, of course I was about like worshiping the Lord and just like having friends and whatever, like there's like multiple things happening at once. But one of the things I was really clear on was like, man, I just really want to meet some awesome Christian women who, who don't have a boyfriend right now, you know? And so that meant look like going to gallery events where I knew was a lot of Christian people. It meant, Mm -hmm. uh, like being at random church events where it's like, you know, a Thursday night at 6 30 PM, but you know what? Church is going to be happening and that matters to me. And Mm -hmm. also it'd be an opportunity to connect with some people. Right. And just build more relationships. What's interesting. There's two parts of this. There's like the practical part, which I think we can get to around like, where do we meet people? That's just like a list of things in life. Sure. But then what I'm hearing from both of us is a mindset. Like it's a, a big part of this is where am I at? Am I open to, being in the right places where I feel healthy and seeing yes. people around me in a way that does promote connection and right, right, and connection with the kind of people that I I know I want to be connected with. Right? Which I wonder sometimes is part of the problem that we're talking about. Um, first is if we like if you externalize the problem rather than look internally like nobody's out there Yeah, and then go into the isolation rather than okay, like what's going on in me and I'm feeling discouraged. My coping mechanism might be like, I don't know, Netflix or video games or something. Sure. Um, Yeah. And then in that it's creating the gap larger. Um, You've got my numbers on like my coping mechanism is Netflix. Ah! I mean, there's a reason why I have all these awesome uh, TV show references. Video games also? Not not video games. I'm not a video games person, but like watching shows or whatever, like I can do that forever. And, um, you know, I try to redeem it by like, you know, doing more output than input with it. But, Mm. um, but also like, I agree, like there's this thing where, and I think this is for me connected to the isolation narrative for for myself Mm -hmm. where like i know i have like deep tendencies toward like isolating Mm. right where um and the way that that affected my dating life was you know i i'd be kind of home alone sort of like longing for a companion there Mm. and of course by no surprise i wasn't meeting anybody because you're home alone because i was home alone all the time right yeah and um and just for like anybody who's listening and you find yourself in that situation, like, you know, God bless you. Lots of love, like lots and lots of love. And, um, I just feel for you cause I know that is how I have lived as well, uh, and still live on a regular basis. Right. And, um, and if you want like an opportunity to cut, co- I don't know, as this shows up in dating to connect with somebody, then go for it. Right. Like put yourself out there and you know, th- that, that new release on Netflix can wait, <laughs> you know, like oh, I we don't need unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season three yet. That's right. So funny. So yeah, yeah. I think it was so hard is the coping mechanisms are to like heal things that hurt. I think mine tend to be on the other end. Like you were nodding to like people who work a lot or achievement based in the city. Yeah. I will get very busy or mm-hmm. like overtaxed. So I might be out in the world and not isolated, um, but I'm also not open to making real connections because I'm jumping from from one thing to the next. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Man, and um, so like you, you mentioned how like when it comes to, um, I don't know, your coping mechanism is to like, you know, if I were to put a word word on it that everybody understands like workaholism, like that would be like so, y- the I've coping. I've never thought of a 
about myself as a workaholic only because therapy sure. is a portion of what I do. Sure. So I guess I wouldn't think workaholism, but then I'll add to it like doing a all podcast. All sorts of projects. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, playing, I'm the being the way. captain I, of the soccer team, being involved in ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't, I guess you can call, I don't know what you call that. But so, so here's like a difference I've noticed between yeah. you and me is like I've got all these projects and then I go home and I'm like in my cave for a while. Yeah. But it seems like you have all your projects yes. and then you you keep like spending lots and lots of like social time. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then I'll go home when it's time to sleep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. some of that's the avoidance from that part of like the isolation and the times that I have just been home and feeling like oh, that void of desiring yeah. someone who isn't there. And so, oh, man, yeah, totally. rather just not go home, rather go do other things and yeah, and be social. And yeah. uh, That's good. Man, I, I think this is, I hope, I hope like, you know, as we're talking about this, people are connecting and can find themselves like in this in a way, mm-hmm. right? Or it's just like, oh yeah, that's, that is how that goes in life. And the way that it is affecting our dating and I think under underneath it is maybe like um well and, and this is like an interesting one um is that like maybe we can be like ultra social but also pretty non uh engaged non-engaged with like our our dating life right mm. so so it's just kind of like um and and this is where I would just invite the like oh we can have the both and of like man I really want to mm. date somebody and I really want to have a social life and have yeah. lots of friends and whatever. And, you know, like, I think those can totally interact with each other mm-hmm. in a really good way. But, you know, it's just good to, like, keep yeah. tabs on both. Yeah. Well, and just because you're social doesn't mean that you are connecting. I'm getting mm. lots of times that I've gone to many parties and events where I haven't actually connected with people. I'm just going sure. and do the butterfly like yeah hey so good to see you what's been new oh great this is what's been new for me oh yeah yeah oh oh there's so and so hey so good to see uh-huh. you what's it? Oh, did you ever great. meet anybody I at mean, one of those kinds of parties I'm sure i have yeah yeah Lots what was that like parties like that oh gosh <laughs> story of my life <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah i mean um i think that's actually like a well i mean if we're are you ready to transition to like Segway. You know, I mean, so there's like some of the things that we see as, I don't know, isolation, like this workaholic, like uh, kind of just losing track or kind of uh, mounting apathy around dating or withdrawal or just feeling like beat down by it. And and we're all about the good news mm-hmm. on this show. And Can I say something about the good news real quick? Yes, before please. Because yes. something I've found myself, I think especially now that I've like found somebody and maybe my own like cynicism might be wearing off a little bit, um, is I've realized that with those coping skills, one big thing with clients has been to just normalize like you want somebody. That's a desire. You don't have to tuck 100%. that desire away. Yep, yep. You don't. I think there's language sometimes of like, oh, I should only want God. And and in that saying kind of minimizing my desire and hope for a mate rather than the allowance of God in all things. Yes. And that God has given me this desire. And so, yeah, I can engage in dating. And that totally. leads to the good news. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the good news, especially as it comes to the question of like, where do I meet somebody, is like, um, all of our biases around like there's nobody out there, 
they're they're lies man Mm. it's not true like and and if we go into it with a bias that's like oh there's no good christian women out there no Mm -hmm. good christian men out there well let's not be surprised when we find evidence to support that that's true because that's what confirmation bias is right and instead man there's this beautiful opportunity in like there are people out there there are people out there there's like that person who like you would hope for like and and i think even just on a mindset level like before we're talking like places yeah right um because i mean we could go to the right place and if our mind is like if we have the glasses on if there's nobody out there yeah we're not going to see them absolutely right? so so first of all it's just about like uh this like self-fulfilling prophecy Absolute great word right of like i will not find the right person yeah, then you go and you're hardened or you're like have a critical spirit uh-huh. and so that's what you see in people and then of course you're not oh gonna be open or see good things or even put out a positive vibe totally because because it's just like and this, this is the insidious thing is like i already know well hey look if we're gonna keep telling ourselves i already know then uh we're gonna stay stuck mm-hmm. right so here's the liberating thing which is step into openness, Mm -hmm. step into possibility. Like, um, we don't know. There's, there's like so many like mysterious, beautiful surprises happening all the time. Surprise party. And yeah, seriously, like that, that's what we're talking about before this show is I was just like, dude, there's a surprise party around the corner and you're going to find somebody there and it's going to be a party for you. Right. And and it's going to be awesome. That's hilarious. I, okay, just want to like asterisk because I know there's that cynical Christian out there who yeah. I probably used to be who's like, Great. I might not get married. And that's true. Yeah. You might not get married. So I just want to like nod to that. And that doesn't make you less valuable whatsoever. Of course. But one thing that I really reflected on um, the morning before I got engaged because I knew he was going to propose that day. Mm-hmm. I was doing my makeup and I was just thinking how grateful I was for all of the dating experiences that I had. Not all of them were good and you know, you know, there's things that I wish I hadn't done, but there's something about that I had explored and like a tenderness toward myself. And I think if people can go into places with that tenderness of not just, can I find my husband here, but of openness and connection with people in general, then they're not just like disappointed that I didn't find my husband at church today, but they had a great conversation or made a new friend. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's, that's just a fulfilled life, hmm. right? Like if I'm, if I go into any situation and I'm like, oh man, I'm excited to go to this party or this event or this this work thing or this church gathering and I'm there to be like a loving service and joy to the people that I'm around, um, that's, that's a recipe for you having a wonderful day, mm. <laughs> like a wonderful time at that event, right? What I loved before the show is we were talking about just the idea of like, where are you? Hmm. And so with to answer the like, where do you find people is to ask like, where, where are you at? Yeah. Are you at the coffee shop? Are you at church? Are you at Zumba class or oh at gosh. the dog park? Can I just pause on Zumba class for a oh, moment? Tell me. Because um, <laughs> look, uh, I love Pitbull music and that's on playing in every Zumba class and you got every move possible and I'm like good and sore and what what's the best possible way 
to work out and smile the entire time. Oh, you like Zumba. I love Zumba. Okay, I wasn't sure where it's going. I okay, like Zumba too. Yes, totally. It's so, so fun. fun. Okay, everybody, go to your go to your Zumba class Homework nearby from Datology. and just see who's there, right? Zumba yes. after New Year's is going to be packed in SF. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. It's so fun. It really is. It's just a joy so machine. Delightful. And you just sweat so much. You work out more than you actually think you are. Exactly, because you're smiling uh, the entire, oh, entire time. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, but back to your, what you're saying is just like there's there's these places if we enter into it with this, uh, this like heart wide open, like, man, maybe maybe like there's just an opportunity here for me mm-hmm. that I can be excited about and f- see possibility. And, and maybe that's a friendship. Maybe that's just a, a one-off connection. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a relationship, whatever it might be. Maybe it's an interaction with God in a, a significant way. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, if we go into it heart wide open with this, you know, and to kind of use the, uh, Christianese word a little bit, like an expectant heart, right? Like, uh, but seriously, I think there's like, there's goodness in that. Yeah. Can we create a list? Let's do a list of people, like a real list of where people can meet people. Okay. Okay. Real list. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Well, okay. So I've dated people from the gym, um, from like happy hours that people have thrown at church Mm -hmm. or picnics. That's Um, cool. I dated people in school a lot, but I'm not in school anymore. So, um, I've dated people, uh, from church before, Mm -hmm. right? Like people who I... But it wasn't like I met her Sunday morning. It was like there's a special event and mm-hmm. we kind of be, got to be on the same like ministry team. Yeah, uh, like, that's a good one. Yeah. I've met people before church before and I've heard a lot of people who've met like roommates and boyfriends yes. and husbands like at the four minute <laughs> like yeah. meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious. Seriously. And um, they're like serving at church or something. Yeah, like, volunteering out in the community. Right, right. I mean, I, th- I think of, uh, I don't know. I think it's like a really wonderful thing to meet somebody as you're like doing what you know God's called you to. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to just like, no, man, this is what I'm about because I know this is what God wants me to be about. And, oh, oh my gosh, there's somebody else who's about this too. There's someone that we went to youth group with who I'll tell you their name off the air. <laughs> sure. But they always use this analogy with me before they were married. And it was the idea of like if two people are like focused on a ball, like during baseball, and they're like going to catch it and they like bump into each other, like that being the way. Of like <laughs> you're just so focused on your life and like the goals. And then, yeah, you bump into your person like, oh, we're both doing the same thing. That is so good. Yeah. I love it. And I feel like that totally describes it, especially when, you know, as, as like Christians, we hold our faith as like, I don't know, that ball we're chasing, right? Like it's, it's like really like we want to catch something from the Lord as much Mm -hmm. as possible and like be about him and be invested in his community, Mm -hmm. his people, his way of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll just come right out and say it. I think church is a fantastic Mm. place Mm. to meet people let's caveat that a little bit right now though let's nuance that a little bit yeah so um i know you you kind of like cringe a little bit at my my worship joke because (laughs) you know you're just like oh that hits a little bit too close to home yeah because there have been really uncomfortable experiences that i've lived of people at church who feel like you know the god told me you're my wife thing and that oh man yeah crosses lines right inappropriate Mm -hmm. um and of course we're going to church for we're going to church to worship collectively. Yes. Um but we're talking about for the church too, like, well, what is church? And church isn't just a building. 
Not at all. It's the body of people. It's a yes. It's the body of Jesus Himself, right? And and so when when there's like an opportunity to connect with somebody in the body of Christ, like I just thank the Lord for that, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I think uh, a big piece to this in the mindset is pivoting into gratitude to God, mm-hmm. right? To get to be a part of His people, mm-hmm. be a part of His like his ministry in the world. And, uh, and like, as I'm living in gratitude with that, it's amazing how open my eyes are mm. to different possibilities. And I'm like, I'm like praying and I'm asking God, like, what's, what's up? What are you doing? Like, you know, so on and so forth. Right. And, um, and, and I just think it's, it's just free. It's mm. beautiful. Yeah. And, and I will say, there is a time and a place for apps and we will have an episode on that this yep. season um, because there's a time when you want to intentionally go out and look for people to date. So far, the categories that we've talked about, which mm-hmm. um, what I like about just meeting people in your day to day life is that you can become friends first. And rather than going yeah. on a date thinking, you know, are you a potential mate? Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity of getting to experience someone as a friend and see their yes. character and grow in relationship with people yes 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 totally and i i I love that just note about like uh you know i I think of this in in terms of farming a lot like you know when if we plant a seed like the seed of relationship when it starts sprouting it's like first a friendship right and then it maybe it turns into something different we figure out what kind of plant it is after it sprouts Mm. more fully right and maybe it is a friendship or forever or for a time. Um, or maybe it sprouts into, uh, like a romantic relationship, whether forever or for a time. And mm. I think, uh, what I, what I appreciate about what you're saying, Candace is just that, like, if we're open to, uh, yeah, like sowing, we reap what we sow. If we sow seed, right? Like, if we just kind of put ourselves out there and see what connection could happen and just value connecting with people mm. like, cause it's a true privilege. Mm. It's like a genuine privilege to get to connect with people. And I don't know why I'm getting like, like I feel tears welling up, mm. but like, um, people are incredible and mm. whether they become the person that we date or not, right? Like it's a, a real privilege to get to be connected. And, I think if we like sow those seeds of connection, mm-hmm. it's I, great. I'll drop a little small plug in there that yeah. if you're listening to this and you feel like I'm nowhere near feeling gratitude, you know, hanging out with people, that might be an opportunity if you want to reach out to Matt or I for spiritual direction or therapy or, or find someone in your local community because yeah. we're not always at that place and sometimes it takes work to get there mm-hmm. and there might be some confusion on your end on why you're not there and this is show's never meant to develop a sense of shame or a sense not of missing yeah. the mark it's to give language for opportunities and ways that you can live mm-hmm. and um that this is an a, is a possibility for you absolutely and i just want to like speak a blessing Please. is that all right yeah. cool so i just for all of you who are listening um I, I just bless you in in your search um, as you're trying to figure out like where's a good place to meet with somebody. I bless you with uh, with God honoring freedom just welling up in your heart uh, for it to be a way that you get to live, for it to be a true joy to you. 
and uh, I bless you know those those glasses that might be limiting your scope of view. I just bless those to be off in Jesus' name. And uh, instead, I pray for like new scope of vision, new opportunity. Um, you know th- that person who maybe even has never caught your eye before, but you've known for a long time. I just bless bless the possibility that might be there. Um, and of course, without presumption, I don't know how this is going to play out for any of you. Like, it'd be dumb for me to say that I know how that's going to play out, but I just bless that. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. I Amen. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so glad to be back on the air with you. Totally, Candace. Yeah. Thank you. It's so fun. It's like, yeah. man, it's been months, right? Yeah. So it's, it's really good. fun. We have some uh, some pretty cool things, uh, like we said, coming up in, in terms of content for this season. But we're also trying to just always expand what we're doing in this podcast. So um, one of those things is we we just really need your help to expand this thing. So we're actually going to be setting up a Patreon where you could contribute for um, you know a certain dollar amount per month or whatever that's going to look like for you. Different perks according to the dollar amount. And um, we're excited for getting your partnership Mm -hmm. in what this could become. So, and so in that, our goal is to be able to release on a weekly basis, Mm -hmm. um, to afford, um, a sound engineer who could work with us, um, to be able to do more events and get in the community and develop into having workshops in the future. Even having like live shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So, um, we want to continue, uh, yeah, just growing this community, making this like a really incredible learning community. And we're going to, uh, we're always thinking about new ways that we can do that so that people can be learning alongside one another. I mean, I know for me, I am after a full on cultural shift for how Christians hold yeah, dating, right? Absolutely. And creating I want, community in that. I want like the deep liberating work of Jesus yeah. in this area of Christians lives. So, so where that's do what people I'm find after. our Patreon page? Go to our website. Yeah. You can look in, uh, in the notes on this episode and you can go to datology.org and, uh, you'll be able to find info there. Um, so yeah. And we'll it. list out the different perks that we'll have available for different dollar amounts mm-hmm. because, yeah, we want this to be a fun experience and we want you to feel like you're a part of it. So, you know, maybe throwing out ideas for future show options or mm-hmm. meeting with us. Um, yes. You'll have to go to our page and find out. Yep. Yep. So good opportunities ahead. So we're excited for it. We're, we're again, just so appreciative that you choose to listen to us talk about this. So good. It's our hope that it serves Share you it. very, very, very well. And uh, yeah, if, if you found it to be valuable, share it with some some of your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, this concludes our show. Thank you as always to our sound engineer and producer, Brad. Brad King. King among of men. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brad. All right. Well, thanks everybody. All Have right. a wonderful day, night, wherever Merry you are. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Bye.